1: Welcome back. This is Perspectives, the show where we talk about finding the things we have more in common. I'm Condes Presley, and I'm thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to welcome an Atlanta native to our show today. His name is Vikas Shannon, nearly 50 years old now. And Vikas, you are early onset Parkinson's. Is that what I read to be correct?
0: That's correct. Uh, as it turns out, you know, under the age of 50 is considered young, young onset or early onset Parkinson's. It represents only about 4% of the diagnosed patient population. So, not, 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 not the most common situation, but um, that's the one I find myself in.
1: And we're, we've invited you to Perspective today to talk to us about how folks can hit the road this summer and drive, making every mile count with the campaign called Drive. Toward a cure. First things first, because Just tell us a little bit about your connection to our fair city.
0: Yeah, Atlanta is near and dear to my heart. Uh, my family still lives there. I visit a couple of times a year. Um, specifically with WSB. Uh, you know, I I grew up with WSB. Uh, the names, you know, as soon as I heard heard that I might be speaking with someone from WSB, I thought about Monica Pearson, Chuck Dowdle, John Pruitt, Glenn Burns, Fred Blankenship, Justin Farmer. You you name it. Uh, and of course, the late J- Jovita Moore, who we all loved uh, very much. Um, and and miss uh, on the air. So yeah, I, I, I went to undergraduate uh, high school, undergraduate graduate school all in Atlanta. I live in California now, but you know, as I said,
1: Atlanta's is near and dear, dear to my heart. Well, we're happy to have you back in the community and especially on our program today. You're going to be on as we, we roll up for a couple of big events in our community. We've got our annual Stuff the Bus campaign, uh, where we're going to be packing school buses for kids who are in need, as well as Radio's annual carathon, which raises money for the Aflac Cancer and Blood Disorder Service. But today I want to talk to you about the national nonprofit drive toward a cure. Uh, what can you tell us about that?
0: Sure. Drive toward a cure has been around for five or six years now, um, has raised over a million dollars towards Parkinson's disease-related causes. It was founded by my dear friend Deb Pollack, um, whose mother had Parkinson's disease. And Deb's been a longstanding community member of the, member of the automotive and racing communities. Um, And so she thought what better way to honor her mother's legacy uh, than to bring together automotive enthusiasts for the purpose of Parkinson's disease uh, research and um, living well with Parkinson's disease. And so, um, yeah, it's it's a fantastic organization. We do a lot of great, great events um, and, uh, the 75 days challenge that we're going to talk about today is one of the major fundraisers. It's one of the ones that she dreamt up a few years ago to turbocharge our fundraising efforts and uh, extend the, the reach
1: of our impact uh, as much as possible. 75 days of summer. Tell us about the campaign.
0: Sure. So essentially 75 days of summer uh, runs from Father's Day through Labor Day. Um, and it's an event where we allow people to register on our site. Uh, to participate. Uh, the fee for registration is $20. Um, that $20 enables people to, or, it, it, you know, gets makes them eligible for a weekly grand prize drawings, as well as the uh, grand prize at the end of the, uh, the event for the most money raised and um, most miles driven, et cetera, um, which is, a, you know, a day in a racing school and a couple of other really neat grand prizes, automotive automotive memorabilia, et cetera. Um, But yeah, you can register on the site. Uh, The site is www.drivetowardacure.org slash summer. That's www.drivetowardacure.org slash summer. And um, one of the things that's neat about our site is it allows you to uh, create your own fundraising page, uh, put your goal on there, share it with friends and family and the idea is that your friends and family sponsor you for either a per mile uh, sponsorship or a lump sum sponsorship to to get out there and drive enjoy the summer and uh put your put your log your road trip miles for something good
1: how have you all been able to find success with using incentives such as prizes to not only raise money for a very important cause but also to raise awareness
0: yeah, it, it, you know, our 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 tagline is cars and camaraderie, right? And so, uh, the automotive community has a long-standing history of philanthropic causes, and we wanted to uh, use that energy and enthusiasm to um, towards uh, a cause that's near and dear to our heart. And it's been really successful to date. Um, last year, we had over a hundred people participate um, and raised uh, nearly fifty thousand dollars in uh, the last campaign, and um, all the money goes to um, various causes related to Parkinson's, 100% pass-through organization. We don't have any full-time employed staff, just volunteers like myself. Um, so we, we try and make sure as much of it makes its way to uh, centers of excellence that conduct research uh, towards a cure, as well as patients uh, directly who apply for grants and organizations that benefit uh, those with Parkinson's and help them live well with uh, what is often a uh, debilitating and progressive disease.
1: And another story I'm sure you learned from Deb was we are still emerging out of the COVID-19 pandemic and in, you know, 20 and until there was a vaccine, you know, we were all locked and stuck in our houses unless you and somebody who was also safe and trusted could get in a car and go somewhere. What better way to, again, raise awareness and raise money?
0: Absolutely. You know, the the pandemic shut a lot of things down and brought a lot of the world to a screeching halt, but you know, road trips was still on the on on the table, and people got out and drive, uh, drove and um, get some fresh air. And it's something we were able to continue through the pandemic um, and and keep things going. So,
1: do you mind sharing with us your story about this this diagnosis that you have received at at such a young age? And it's as you said at the beginning, characterized as early onset because of your youth.
0: Sure, I'd be happy to. So, I got diagnosed in February of twenty two. I was uh, forty five at the time. And, um, you know, it, it, it came as quite a shock, but not unlike many Parkinson's patients, I suffered symptoms related to Parkinson's for years prior to, um, it just was a uh, t- difficult diagnosis because it's so uncommon in, in people under the age of 50. So I, for myself specifically, I was suffering stiffness and rigidity in my l- lower extremities, uh, as well as some cognitive impairment, um, some depression and apathy associated as well, um, all associated with low dopamine levels in the brain, which is kind of the hallmark of Parkinson's disease. And, um, you know, given that I had been suffering for quite some time and in search of answers, for me specifically, getting diagnosed came as a sort of blessing. It's hard to use the word lucky and progressive neurological disease in the same sentence. Um, But I consider myself one of the lucky ones. Uh, I say that because Getting diagnosed gave me answers, uh, allowed me to uh, get medicated, get you know help from my uh, from a therapist, uh, from the medical team that that I work with, uh, get support from my family and friends. It gave kind of a name and a face to a disease that I didn't have until then, um, and frankly, most importantly, it gave me a sense of purpose that I didn't have before. You know, um, I had a career in the automotive industry for several years, uh, which I enjoyed and still do, uh, but I, but I'm effectively retired and I focus on advocacy and outreach and, you know, getting diagnosed while shocking and not a club that I want to be a part of uh, or would voluntarily join. It really did give me a sense of purpose and um, gave me the opportunity to shift my career, if you will, to advocacy and outreach. And I've done that since. And I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to say that I've made uh, a great uh, number of friends in the community and I'm, I'm, I'm
1: thankful and I feel blessed And you said that you comprise a community of uh, Parkinson's patients that's about four percent is that what you told me?
0: That's correct Of the diagnosed population of Parkinson's patients primarily you know in, in the US at least and, and, and probably true worldwide only four percent are under age 50 right so it's a it's a it's a disease that shows up later in life and gets progressively worse as you age. Um, so the good, the good news about being young onset is that you have years to fight. Um, the bad news is you have lots of years for it to progress as well, right? If you get diagnosed at 80, you've already slowed down a bit, um, and your expectations of what things you might be able to engage in from a physical perspective, um, has changed. You're already retired. Your kids are out of the house. You don't have the same financial obligations as you might at age 47, um, you know, but that it, it, it is what it is. I, I um, you know, I've, I've been able to maintain a positive outlook. One of my favorite quotes is from Robin Roberts. Uh, she said uh, her mom told her when she got diagnosed with breast cancer, she said, make your mess, your message. And that stuck with me. Um, I have a platform. I have a, a supportive family. I have medical resources, um, lots of doctors in the family. And so I see this as an opportunity to um, take you know the things that I've been blessed with, and make a difference in the lives of others who may not be as fortunate as I am to have the access to resources.
1: Absolutely, but I'm sure you still have some days that are more difficult than others. How do you get through those?
0: You know, <laughs> I, I'm full of quotes today. I, I, <laughs> I'll tell you that there's another one that sticks with me that um, a friend shared a couple. A couple. One is, um, I think, attributed to the Dalai Lama, but uh, not 100 percent sure about that. It's uh, what is it? Pain is inevitable. Suffering is a choice. Something along those lines. Um, and another one is that uh, my one of my doctors shared with me recently, and he said, "I think this is the way you look at life." But I'll give you some words to put put, put around it. And he said, "There's a good day fishing and a great day fishing, and the only different difference in a good day and a great day fishing is on a great day you catch a fish." Um, and all that to say that you know, if 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 I can maintain the status quo, which is you know pain and rigidity and stiffness on a daily basis, and some you know cognitive and mental challenges. Um, but if I can, if I can maintain status quo, then it's a good day. And if I, if I can improve the symptoms a little bit, then it's a great day. And if we can, you know, p- keep things from sliding backwards, which I'm able to do with medicines, you know, uh, exercise, maintaining, managing stress, uh, sleeping well, etc. Um, then, you know, all, all in, I'm, I'm doing okay. And I'm, 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 I'm trying to keep that, you know, keep that outlook and stay positive
1: all the more reason why you said that while it was frustrating not knowing what was wrong prior to your diagnosis, now knowing and having a diagnosis, you found your purpose and additional energy and all the more reasons to, you know, talk to us about the drive toward a cure and to Log those hours if you're going to be making a road trip at any time between now and Labor Day, and I know I've got one coming up in a couple of weeks, and I will definitely sign up so that the organization can get credit for the drive that I'm going to make.
0: Yeah, and and I'll, I'll mention it doesn't have to be a road trip. Uh, you know, the, the, there's certainly an opportunity if you feel like you have a daily commute or a uh, just running errands, running out to Home Depot or Walmart. You know, uh, log those miles and and and, and turn them into a good good. Last summer, I road tripped from Georgia to Maine and um, had a bunch of folks sponsor me at, a, you know, 10 cents a mile. And it was great. It was a, a great opportunity to fundraise.
1: Well, as somebody who grew up in Atlanta, you know, we do know a thing or two about traffic and the long commute. It sounds like an ideal opportunity for anybody that's listening to us right now who has to get in the car to go to work in any day. And of course, between now and Labor Day in Atlanta, school is going to start again. So those miles, you, folks are going to be spending some time in their cars.
0: Absolutely, and we'd love to have them uh, join the Drive Toward a Care team and help us uh, make a difference in the lives of people living with Parkinson's disease.
1: Why is it important to you to be active in this particular uh, community, notwithstanding the fact that you are an adult who is battling Parkinson's disease?
0: Yeah, this, I'll say the specific reason is that there are some non-visible uh, non-physical symptoms associated with Parkinson's disease that I had myself suffered from and uh, to a large extent um, specifically you know it's I would say more apathy than depression it's a it's a situation where you're not enjoying things that you've enjoyed in the past and it was very foreign to me and I think anyone that's going through it that wakes up at age 40 50 60 70 80 wh- whatever that is and and so all of a sudden, realizes they're not enjoying the things that they used to enjoy, whether it be f- friends, family, social interactions, that type of thing, uh, could be really caught off guard. And uh, it's important to me to help people to the extent that I can uh, get to the right end of the mental spe- mental health spectrum um, and realize that there's you know things that are beyond their control, things that can, they, they can improve, um, and it's not a hopeless situation. Um, so for that reason, it's really important to me, right? I, I I wish I had known what I was dealing with sooner, but now that I now that now that I'm better um, and I feel, you know, much stronger mentally, emotionally, um, if I can help someone get to that end of the spectrum sooner and spend less time struggling, then that's something that is uh, very much. Um, you know, something that I, I, I would like to participate in and be a part of for folks.
1: How old are your boys?
0: My boys are 15 and 12.
1: So they pretty much understood when you had to tell them that you were not well.
0: Yeah, they did. You know, they were 14 and 11 at the time or 14 and yeah, 14 and 11 at the time. And, uh, we, we didn't waste any time. You know, my my wife said, let's take them out for ice cream this evening when I told her and she said, and we, we, we went out for ice cream and we said, uh, actually they knew I was getting tested for it. Um. And I told him it was unlikely because I was so young that I had Parkinson's disease. And I think my older son is very perceptive, and he just said, "Dad, did did you get your test results? Is that is that why we're having ice cream on a random weeknight?" Um, and I said, "Yep, that's what it is. Um, it's not a death sentence. It's uh, just something we're going to have to learn to adapt to." And, and 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 you know, amongst the many blessings, one is my sons uh, Bailey and Sammy that really just have stepped up and shown what true gentlemen they are. Uh, Along with my wife, uh, you know, just an opportunity for our family to come together and and rally um, behind me specifically, uh, and and I'm just I'm like I said, I, I consider myself
1: blessed. Indeed, you are. And to see what you've already poured into them, and to see them pouring that back into you, I'm certainly that that had to make you very proud.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And to feel very loved. Very much so. So if there's anything, if there's one thing that our audience uh, walks away from this conversation that we're having today with, what is it that you want that to be?
0: If there's one thing, um, I think the extent of the, or the prevalence of Parkinson's, uh, you know, it doesn't get as much publicity as things like Alzheimer's and cancer, um, but it is a far-reaching disease. Uh, Nearly a million people in the United States live with PD. Um, and it's expected to be 1.2 by the year 2020. 90,000 people are diagnosed each year. That's one every six minutes. Um, men are 1.5 times as likely to have Parkinson's disease, um, and so all those things kind of lead to this situation where there's a lot more people suffering than one might expect. And uh, you know, it, there's people people say there's everyone's struggling with something that you may not know about, and this is an example of that. And so I just want people to be aware of it. I want folks that are inclined to drive, um, support the organization, just learn more about Parkinson's disease um, and be aware that um, we can bring awareness and, and, and uh, shine a spotlight on what people are going through um, in our communities.
1: Exactly. I'm sure our audience is very familiar there. A longtime Senator Johnny Isaacson battled Parkinson's disease for quite some time. It was the reason why he made the decision to leave the United States Senate and it later so as you said, diagnosed at a much later advanced age in life uh, did indeed take his life. So we are talking t- about the drive toward a cure. 75 days of summer continues now through Labor Day weekend. And all you need to do to help raise awareness and money for those who are battling Parkinson's disease is sign up and drive something that everybody in Atlanta knows how to do really well. Uh, what's that website again? Vikas to uh, let folks register and perhaps get somebody to sponsor them and to help raise money and awareness.
0: Absolutely. It's cure.org, And that's toward with no S um, slash summer. www.drivetowardacure.org. Slash summer.
1: Because Chenin spent most of his career in the automotive industry, focused on operations, product management, strategy, and marketing. He's a Georgia boy, uh, having gone to Woodward Academy, then getting his degree at Georgia Tech and his MBA from Emory University. I am so glad to have had a chance to meet you today. Thank you so much. Say hello to all your friends before I let you go.
0: Hi to everyone in the Atlanta community. Thanks for uh, supporting me along the way and uh, proud, proud to be an Atlanta boy. You can take a boy out of the South, but you can't take the South out of him. So um, here I am back in the, back in the community sharing my story. Uh, and I want to thank Conda specifically for giving me, give me, giving me some time to share.
1: Absolutely. We were absolutely wanted to do that for you. And again, that website is drive toward T O W A R D a cure.org slash summer. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing your story. And I look forward to talking to you again sometime. Thank you. Perspectives is a community and public affairs program produced with you in mind. If there's a guest or an issue you'd like to hear me explore, I hope you'd let me know. The easiest way to connect with me is on social media. Just slip me a DM or send me a message. Search Conda's Presley on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And yeah, I know you're asking, how do you spell Conda's? C-O-N-D-A-C-E. And Presley has two S's. That's P-R-E-S-S-L-E-Y. Friends, I appreciate your listening. Be sure to listen again next week at the same time as we explore new perspectives.
0: Tax Day is coming. Oh, no.